The following program contains mature subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. Turn us on and the satisfaction's guaranteed. Frank discussion with passion on CJD 800. Coming up, the Homeboys Club tonight. We give equal time to the guys after 10.15, and we'll discuss with them some of the same things we discussed with the ladies last night in terms of uh, what makes a good guy and do nice guys uh, really finish uh, finish last. We'll look at that. We'll address what, what is an alpha male and what is an alpha female. So we'll get a guy's perspective on all this. Plus we'll find out how they're, uh, they're coping in their relationships and maybe their sexuality during this isolation period. So we'll find all that out after 1015. But first time to check out our inbox. Your texts are always welcome. Connect with passion at 514-800. You can always email me as well to Lori at drlaurie.com anytime uh, during the week and I will get to your questions. No problem. Uh, this is one I just got. To, it was so refreshing to listen to last night's show with mature attached women. I'm sure uh, we would all like to hear from a panel of over 50-year-old men. Well, tonight one of them is over 50 and one close to it. Uh, Preferably single or living alone to hear how they are getting along and what they are doing to pass time. I'm sure your listeners, women mostly, may have a few interesting questions. I've grown very fond of your show. Your voice is very soothing and it is a great way to end an evening alone. I've become a passion poet fan as well and I was listening to Nightside and listened to that song about you. I laughed so much and thought it was very professional of you not to be offended by one of his lyrics. It shows once again you're professional and have a sense of humor. I hope so. Uh, Someone once said, you are a guiding light in dark times in our lives. I could not agree more. Wow, making me blush. I wish your show was longer. You provide an important service to the community. Just as interest is peaking, it seems to be over. (laughs) You are reaching teens, young adults, and mature adults alike. All age groups have turned to you with important, serious questions. If you were offered a 90-minute show, would you accept the extra 30 minutes? Thank you for being there. Well, thank you for writing that uh yes i i I would accept uh, whatever whatever my bosses want me to do i'm game that's the that's the reality so it's been uh 21 years it doesn't feel like 21 years it feels like yesterday and yet it feels like forever it feels like it's just been part of my life and you have been part of my life for so long that um can't see myself never doing it that's the that's the reality Uh, Another letter, before this all happens with this COVID-19 virus, like last year, I was going to just about everywhere to join some groups for senior citizens. I also had to watch my budget too. I was looking into so many different groups, but I did notice was this I could only see just about women yes and elder couples I was getting so it was getting so depressing for me I was calling up so many different places on the west island of Montreal to be frank are there any men out there that are not married I've also tried plenty of fish but I cannot get into this at all because I do not own a cell phone and to get into this you need to own a cell phone do you know of any online dating groups 
any good men out there that do not want to have sex but just would like to have companionship I'm not interested in sex now I would just like to have a lot of companionship would you know of any places I could join I do belong to a bird watching group but then again it seems like it's only married older couples that go to this and very young people and I also like going for a walk but then it seems like it's couples I would like to know if there's any divorced single seniors I've tried the churches and they do not have anything at all so I don't know what to do now I've looked into meetups but they don't have anything for the age group of 68 and up it gets very depressing at this point in life so I did do um, a little bit of uh, research on this to, to look and see what there is definitely there there are dating sites for the 50 plus so you can find those if you go uh, on the internet you will find uh, groups um, dating dating sites so not apps so you don't need your cell phone for that but you need your computer for that if you don't have a computer go to the library maybe not right now but uh, where you can use a computer so there's in the West Island there's uh, many seniors groups actually with lots of different activities there's the Point Claire Ed Seniors there's uh, the Ville de Montréal West Island Seniors Group there's Volunteer West Island there's the West Island YMCA Uh, if you google social groups for seniors you're going to get quite a bit of different groups that are out in the West Island if you want to go into the city then you have even more options you the coming center there's there's so many different groups uh, with all kinds of different activities so don't give up there uh, you know again if it's about companionship then even meeting couples who you can befriend it's, it's a question of being social uh, more than it is of uh, of dating with uh, with no sex although I don't know why you need to give up on sex but nonetheless um so it's just meeting people, even if you meet other uh, other women, other men, uh, women to befriend. There are plenty of, of, of women who also are looking for friendship, so you can certainly find that as well. Uh, last night on the panel stunned me when she said, I don't need any more friends. I, I think you're talking about Maya. I have several female friends who are in relationships who are constantly trying to set me up with someone. Well, you're lucky that they have people to set you up with. I have female friends that ask me and I don't have anybody to set them up with. Uh, Point is, it puts loads of pressure on them as well as I because neither party wants to disappoint our mutual friends. Taking sex off the table allows us to have a few laughs, get out of the house and enjoy an evening. Afterwards, you quantify there are people out there that could accept that. Um... Absolutely, there are people out there that uh, want just companionship and friendship. So maybe what your friends can do rather than set you up and put that kind of pressure on is just have a get-together where you're all there and let, let, let it go organic. You know, let, let it, if, it, if you blend together or you mesh with this other person naturally in that kind of setting, great. Uh, so that would be probably the best thing to do. Although, again, we're going to have to put that off for a while 
uh, since none, uh, no get-togethers are happening at this moment. So remember that you can send me your questions, your comments. I hope you'll comment tonight with the guys. If you have any questions that you want a, a male perspective on, uh, one thing I want to ask the guys is how are they dealing with the no sports? Now, I know Irwin, one of our guys, is a huge uh, sports fan. He's got tickets to every, you know, the Alouettes and the Montreal Canadiens. I don't know how he's managing without sports in his life life but that's an like I, that's something I, I don't think about at all uh, but now that I have the guys on I want to see uh, what they think about that and of course uh, you know lots of different topics so if there's things you want to ask them tonight's uh, your chance at 514-800 a safe place to work out the kinks in any relationship. It's Passion with CGAD 800's Dr. Lori Batito. Really excited to have uh, the guys with us. I usually say in studio, but it's the Homeboys Club. Hello, Homeboys. <laughs> we're Hello, all, I miss you guys. I, we're all in our respective places. It's kind of weird to do it this mm-hmm. way. And, and we're minus one person. Of course, we always have three guys, but we can't do that technologically, unfortunately. But I'm really happy to have you here. Joining me are my regulars, Erwin Lamberski, who is the owner of an aerospace tech firm. He's the father of six, grandfather of three, and an avid, avid sports fan. Uh, we also have Costa Securis. He's the owner of the restaurant Otavio. He's a bodybuilder and the father of two tween girls. I really miss you guys. No, we miss you too. My friends. Okay, first things first. I uh, didn't talk about this with the girls because I don't think they cared too much. But uh, as an as a sports fan, Erwin, I don't know, Costa, if you're into sports or not, except for your bodybuilding stuff. I'm not sure. Do you miss it? I'm having well, withdrawal. I'll, I'll let the Irwin take the first yeah. one on this. <laughs> I'm, I'm really having withdrawal, Lori, tonight. I had to sit there and watch a 1995 Montreal Expos baseball game. Are you serious? Oh, <laughs> uh, God, yeah. And it's not like I don't know how it ends, so it's, it's, really, it's really tough. <laughs> well, you know what? There was one study that I looked at that showed that uh, over 6% of guys would give up sex for a year to get their sports back. Would you be oh, one of those? Know. Oh, help me. Mm, mm, no, no, you're going to have to sweeten the pot. <laughs> uh, I bet you would. I bet you would give it up for a year just so you can have your Habs back and your Alouettes and going to all your games and watching it on TV. Um, giving it up? No, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't give it up, but we'd have to come to a compromise. <laughs> so it's hurting you. You're it, hurting. It, it, it is because I... It, it's a passion, you know, like some people have hobbies and, you know, and passions and you want to call it a vice even. Uh, an but obsession it's, with you. It, it's, it's an obsession and I've been this way since, since childhood, especially with hockey. Right. And, uh, I just, and I just love going out to the stadiums, too, uh, especially with football games. I love being at the stadium for a football game. Completely different vibe from being from being there. And, and you, you can't do it without the people. You need to have the people there. But okay, so it's, it's not, the it's vibe. Who's cooking there? Who's doing some banging around? Uh, it's not me. I'm sitting in my office um, here. Home. No, I'm solo here. <laughs> okay, well, it's not me. Um, all right, let's see the difference when when we can't see each other or what have you. It sounds like somebody's cooking in the kitchen. Um, 
speaking of kitchens, what's happening to the restaurant business, uh, Costa? Like, you uh, must be in Lord, touch with all your friends who are restaurant owners and yourself. Like, what's going on? This uh, this is, well, it's not unprecedented only for us. It's for the whole world. Of but, course. Uh, in the service industry, uh, it's it's going to be a, we went to bed one night on the, the thir- on the 12th, pardon me, Thursday the 12th, with just a slight scare, and then it just... Snowballed. It went off uh, off the rails after that. Uh, started closing at fifty percent at this, and you just saw sales plummet not fifty percent, but seventy percent, seventy five percent down overnight. And wow. within a couple of days, we made the decision that uh, my partners and I, that is, we made the decision that we will not open our restaurants. We're just going to close. This is before they mandated all the closures. Right. Because it just financially, it just didn't make sense for us to stay open. Right. You're paying, now, yeah, paying all your, paying some, even some staff. And I was thinking like keeping all that, the, that food, all the produce that you use that what if you, what if there were no orders or few takeouts? Yeah. Well, listen, the good thing is we, uh, the, for our locations, we have good buyers who are, are very good at what they do. So they they saw it already dropping. So they, they adjusted quite quickly. Mm-hmm. So we didn't have much food left over. And what we did have left over, we reached out to people that we knew, uh, some charitable organizations, and we donated whatever we had uh, that okay. was left over, perishable goods, we donated right. over to them. Good. But now, what will come of it after all this is said and done? I'd like to believe being in Montreal, being in Quebec, we're... Uh, uh, society of de bon vivant. We enjoy going out. We enjoy socializing. Mm-hmm. So I, I hope, and maybe this is the optimist in me, that I believe we'll get back to normal quite quickly. But the reality is, w- this uh, is at least set us back at least a year. Right. I heard that uh, this is one statistic, but I have a feeling it's higher that one in ten re- restaurants will permanent permanently close their doors. In I believe it's going to be more than that. More, huh? I believe it's going to be more. And unfortunately, unfortunately, because I have friends and uh, family that have bars, they're they're gonna they're in a world of trouble, even worse than restaurants. Wow, Erwin, have you? Uh, do you miss going yeah. out? <laughs> well, you know, we've been. I've been kind of lucky in in in, in my business because we're part of essential services. Okay. And uh, we've even though we've cut back on our and our staff only because we're. We're trying to social distance between that. Um, you know, we've been, uh, I guess, because of the type of business we're in, and I've been working from 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 home. Um, this is actually day thirty four for me because mm-hmm. um, I was away on business and I had to self quarantine for for fourteen days, and I just right. stayed home. Right, uh, right. Lucky That's what enough I did. that you know yeah. I I can have an office in my house and I can close the door and. And, right. and uh, work, and I have, uh, you know, my sense of and we're, we've been busy, and as a matter of fact, today was the second day we've had people contact us to help them make face shields and stuff for the medical industry, which is right. something that's not in our field. Right. Like everybody else, we're coping. So everybody in the tech field basically is being, everybody's reaching out to the tech industry to see if they can, uh, they can somehow help in that. Right. Well. Yeah, and we're all stepping up, which is, which, which is good. We're, 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 we're glad to be able to do it. Right. Uh, our listeners, uh, you're listening to The Boys Club tonight. You're hearing the voices of Erwin uh, Lamberski and Casa Securis, two very regulars on The Boys Club <laughs> for years and years. Um, 
do you miss sports, uh, guys? I, I don't know if any women out there are missing the sports, but I, I'm sure if I put out that question to some of the guys, I wonder what what they're missing uh, what they're missing the most. Uh, so we talked about different things with the ladies. Sports was definitely not one of them, but we did talk about the struggle for couples who are living in uh, in isolation, I guess, and who are together 24 seven. Uh, we heard from your wife last night, uh, Erwin, but you guys are, you guys both can work from home and have been working from home and are pretty much empty nesters. So you guys are all set. You're like business as usual. <laughs> right. We're, we're, we're business like, like usual. Right. Uh, you know, we, we, uh, we, we spent, I mean, the beginning of the year we, we were down, we were, we were down south and we've traveled together and we're both business people. So, uh, we know when we have to go to work, we can, you can shut out turn the, it off. Yeah. And, exactly. and and separate from each other and, and concentrate on, on what we need on right. what we need to do cost that yeah I want I want to hear especially now I know it's business for as usual for you which I'm I'm happy and you guys get along great which is wonderful as well but here let's do you ever think about our friends like Costa who are at home 24/7 with kids uh, with his wife and when you're usually in the restaurant business many hours out of the house. Well, listen, the, the reality is I do spend a lot of time outside of the house, uh, but this allowed me, it gave me an opportunity to actually get closer to my daughters. They're at an age right now where uh, they're becoming, like you said, the tweens. Well, my eldest is a teenager, mm-hmm. so it allowed me to get closer to them and to get to know my daughters better on that level, Good. on a more personal level. Mm-hmm. And with my wife, believe it or not, as much as I'd like to say and fit the stereotype that, you know what, uh, being together all this time, uh, we're at each other's throats and Listen, there has there have been disagreements, but believe it or not, the disagreements because of the fact that we both understand that we're we're in this situation and we don't know when it's going to let up. So we have to make the best of it. So we take these these disagreements that we have and we actually learn from them and grow as a couple from them. Good. So I, I'd like to, I'd love to sit here and tell you, you know what? Yeah, I'm ready to kill her. And oh no, I, I don't want to hear that. Don't, please don't get me wrong. I, you know, I have this conversation with my husband too. I'm, I kind of have a little bit of the same schedule you do. Before all of this, I saw my husband basically on the weekends. We had completely opposite schedules. By the time <laughs> I finished work and got, got home from the radio station, he was asleep and he was gone before I was up in the morning. So mm-hmm. it was always like I. I never saw him so it's a treat to me for us it's a treat like it has become like wow this is so cool we can play games during the day we could take breaks we could take a walk whatever it is so it has been a treat but for some couples it's been difficult and maybe those couples that already had difficulties to begin with before it just amplifies them now it just got me it got me and my wife to actually i'm not a runner i hate running <laughs> she's actually got me to start running with her uh we're playing board games which we've never done in the past oh, good so we're watching TV series together. We're actually discussing the series and what would what would we do in a situation like that. Uh, so it's it's actually quite interesting. I'm getting to know my wife on another level. Yes, that's yeah. the beauty of it, right, Erwin? You too. That no? is that is the same thing because we're 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 we, you know we we do spend time. I mean, usually when working, I mean, I travel quite a bit for for business, and Daniel travels. So a lot of times we're sort of ships in the night where. We're, I'm out of town. She's coming back from out of mm-hmm. town, or um, and then I'm I'm gone again. And as you know, I spend a lot of time uh, in in Ottawa, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm back and forth a lot. So, but now we're finding some Netflix programs that we 
we both like and some stuff that I thought I would never watch before and all of a sudden I'm getting interested <laughs> in it. Uh, and, and she's been like saying, well, at least he's not watching sports. So it's, Yay! Uh, she's not a yeah. sports widow anymore. Hey, you know what? No. Gre- Greg wrote this, and I love it. He says, Hi, Dr. Lori. COVID-19 has done something no woman has been able to do. Canceled all sports, closed all bars, and kept their men home. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best line that I have heard since this whole thing started. More with our boys club, uh, Costa and Erwin, a couple of our regulars. If you want to get a guy's perspective, you want to ask a question, or you want to throw out a topic, please share with us at 514 or, or call in. We want to hear your voice too, 514 800 From the pleasure and the politics to the hang-ups and the heartbreak, you're listening to Passion, CJD 800. The guys are with me tonight, all of us from our respective uh, homes, so I don't get to uh, spend any good quality time face-to-face with uh, these two guys who happen to be very good friends of mine. Uh, Costa Zakiris, who's the owner of uh, restaurant Otavio. He is the father of, uh, of two girls. Uh, and Erwin uh, Lamberski, who is the father of six girls. Uh, no, five girls, one boy, right? Uh, grandfather of three. Uh, they are both here with me tonight on the phone. So last night we talked about um, nice guys, right? Like there was a study that found that women are in fact attracted to nice guys as long as they aren't too nice. And we were trying to figure out what does it mean to be too nice? Now, do you mind if I do a little analysis of my two friends here that I, I know you guys pretty well? Go for it right <laughs> Okay. So here's my take. Erwin is what was, you at one point might have been considered one of those guys that was too nice. But according to Dania, your wife, yesterday, she said she kind of toughened you up a little bit. You know, when she yeah, was yeah. mean with, like, when she got nasty, she made you like, hey, you better stand up to me, okay? So there was that. And Costa, I think in your hi- in your history, you might not have been such a nice guy. And you turned out to be a really nice guy. <laughs> Do I have that? wrong, actually. Is it? It is. Okay. It's wrong. It's wrong. Actually... I was always a nice guy, always a very respectful guy, but, well, you know me well enough to know that I'm a person who stands, who doesn't uh, take getting pushed around too much. Yeah, you're quite the alpha, I have to say, yes. So, but I've always, always, always given the utmost respect and always been exceptionally nice to any woman I have ever been with. So I've never been that. Um, you weren't a not jerk. Not so nice. Never, okay. never. I never, never had that in me. I got to give credit to my father for that. That. Right. Uh, I guess he, I was thinking more about your brawling days and your bar days and things but, like but that. But <laughs> even in those days, even in those days, even when all that did happen, I wasn't a nice, necessarily such a nice person uh, with people. I would have conflict. But right. even at that point in time, never, ever, ever have I been anything but a perfect gentleman and a perfect nice guy to any woman 
Okay, I, I'm gonna have to check uh, with Sophia on that, but okay. <laughs> she'll, she'll actually tell you when it happened. Actually, that Sophia finally decided. You know what? This is the man I gotta be with. Is when I act, when I did put out because she wanted to end it with her, with me after a month of dating. Sophia wanted to end it with me. Why? So she because anyway, uh, my brother had uh, created a scene that he shouldn't have. Okay. And Sophia and I are both actually very, even though we're both very public people, very outgoing people, we're also very private. Mm-hmm. So my brother uh, outed Sophia, if you will, uh, and started making. Uh, announcements where Sophia was working that uh, this is my brother's girlfriend and so on and so forth. Oh, okay, Sophia, got, so. Sophia got freaked out, so she tells me, listen, you know what? We're going to take a step back. We're going to take a break here. So and that's when I said, listen, no, this is where I'm putting my foot down. There's no breaks with me. It's either we go forward <laughs> or it stops. Such an alpha thing to say. <laughs> I think Dania said the same thing to Erwin. <laughs> forward <laughs> or nothing, right? <laughs> well, that's about it because I remember... It was also point. Daniel wanted to break up with me when we were first dating as well. Um, <laughs> and even though you know our, our relationship was, was was going well, it was my issue, not hers. Right. Um, and I always felt that eh, maybe um, I thought she, at one point I thought she was way too good for me. Right. And she set you straight on that one. And she, <laughs> did, you didn't even know how good you were. She had to point it out. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, you know, I. I I've always treated people, I mean, I've, I've really never had an up thing in my life where I say, where I say, I'm upset something and I don't talk to them. There are people who are maybe upset at me and don't want to talk to me and I don't, I can't give them the time of day sometimes because, you know, I, 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 you know, I grew up, I you know I'm 60, I'm almost 62 years old, I don't play childish games. Not and now, no, but, no, no, no. no. well, I'm not, I'm not in high school anymore. Right. And, Right, you know, you know, but but do you understand? Do you understand the whole like when when women say um, that guys are too nice? What they actually mean by that? Yeah, I do understand, Lori. But what? You, know, you want me to? Uh, I do understand those guys that are too nice. That are who? Too, who are they? There, there's many out there. And no, but what 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 are what makes them too nice in your books as a guy? They from give a guy's into everything. If the if the woman says something, uh, yes, the, they're at the woman's beck and call no matter what. And a lot of women don't. They're like, okay, this is easy. I need somebody. I need, but that's that's that range too. We're we're using women as uh, men here, but there's me, uh, women that are too nice for men, and the men don't want that because they need a challenge. We as humans, I believe, we want to be challenged. Mm-hmm. I mean, so you you want to be challenged. You want that fight to get to to to, to earn it. You so, need to earn the relationship. So someone on, on the text board actually said the problem is that some women uh, who attract attract the not-so-nice men and the men that are nice to them, they see as friends because there's no spark. So you're talking about the challenge is really the spark somewhere. Exactly, yeah. Erwin? Well, sometimes also I, I feel like sometimes you think of a nice guy, somebody who could just be you. <laughs> you know, like, I need you to do this, I need you to do that. Right. And, you know, and then when you're not of any use to any, anymore, anybody used cast to the side right because and guys don't know some guys don't know how, don't know how to handle that they think all they want to do is be and, and there are women who are like that as well though by the way oh know, yes women. yes 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 there are women who will take advantage of course yeah. i'm not saying that there there aren't and and you know from your perspective too from a guy's perspective like who are these women also who are 
either not so nice and uh, and take advantage. Like there's well, no question. There's one guy who wrote in saying he's given up because he's one of those really nice guys and he just keeps being uh, disappointed over and over again. You, so you just have to learn where your limit is, and there's a, there is a line. But, but you know what? I, I, I'm also, right now, I'm believing more and more that the roles have been reversed. Where the women at one point in time were fed up of all these men being uh, players, being this, being, uh, being that. They're being, uh, you know what? I'm going to refrain from using the word that I want to use. <laughs> where it's, 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 the, the roles have been reversed. Now it's the opposite. It's the women who are, have become that. And the men are walking on eggshells around women. That's what I'm seeing, at least. Really? Interesting. Especially in the work environment, too, today. I forget, because, you know, there is this Me Too movement, and Mm -hmm. you've got guys who are in positions who who are, you know, working and uh, hold certain positions. You've got to be careful today. Right. Well, yeah, well, yeah, you're, we, you're, do, we do, we do have, men in general have to be careful no matter what. I, yeah. I know, I know of men who have gone out with women and the woman has been, cause I'm friends with the woman and they're, they're telling me that they're giving out all the signals. Just put your, t- touch my thigh, kiss me, do, do, touch me, make a, make a move on me. And the men won't make a move. It's like they're, they're fearful to make mm-hmm. a move. So it, it has changed because the of all this. So a lot of men, well, I don't know how much the roles have reversed, but I, I do believe that in our in our culture still we have, and we talked about this, we touched on it last night about there are alpha males and there are alpha females as well, and we can uh, we can certainly talk about what that looks like coming up and lots and lots of people who are weighing in on on this uh, also and somebody who's dating uh an inmate i want to get your take on on this maybe we can all talk about this coming up next after This is Passion on CJAD 800. The Boys Club tonight on the program. Our regulars, Erwin Lamberski and Kossat Sekiris, uh, with us. We're calling uh, the Home Boys Club uh, tonight. Uh, unfortunately, we can't all be together, but that's okay. We can still have you guys uh, here. So I've got some texts that I want to share with you, and maybe you can uh, give your two cents as well. I'm in a relationship, and my girl is very abusive to me. I'm a very nice guy trying to work it out, but she is always fighting for no reason. I don't know what to do. I do everything, what, where she asks me. Maybe I'm too nice. Under her papers. Bye-bye. Next. Right. So this yeah, I is, agree. Selena, this, <laughs> this is a situation where we talked about when you're being uh, abused for your niceness also, and when... To me, when somebody is too nice, it means they're not setting their boundaries down, oh, right? Yeah. So here's well, somebody who who's getting abused, who's just trying to make peace. So always trying to make peace and avoid conflict, unfortunately, is also not going to set boundaries down, uh, and and that that's a problem. So either get yourself into therapy yourself or go in as a couple, but this you have to address that particular thing for sure. <laughs> And when you go in as a couple, you both have to go in, not one dragging the other one. No, well, sometimes it happens that 
one person, you know, goes reluctantly, but that's okay. It's the therapist's job to like kind of get you to stay, (laughs) you know, in a way. Um, So there's that. Another text writes, when I'm nice, 100% loyal, they think the opposite. When I'm an ass and do all the wrong things, best relationship ever. Because then the challenge arises. I need to keep him. I got to work to keep this man. Okay, so there's a that challenge. They don't take yep. that man for granted anymore. Is exactly. what you're saying? Okay. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to no. lose anything, so you you stand up to it. Yep. Okay, so here's a an interesting um, situation. I want your take on this. Um, hi, Lorraine, fellow guests. I've been in a long distance relationship with an inmate. In a relationship for months, I met him doing service as a pen pal. He turned out to be the most beautiful, kindest, reliable man I've ever known. I wish to marry him. We have deep intimacy on all levels. It's hard to be so far apart. We were finally going to meet, but due to the borders being closed, this isn't possible. I'm suffering from depression to this. I feel like long-distance relationships are challenging, but so very worth it if it's a soulmate love. However, now I won't even be able to meet him. A part of me wants to walk away as I'm so invested in him and it is overbearing to deal with all the parameters against us. Any tips as to be strong and not sabotage this relationship? I feel like I'm consumed with the things that tear us apart. Um, I see a red flags here. I don't know about you guys. I don't know what this guy flags is in are, for. Red flags are all over the place. Okay, so here's the thing. You and I'm. I'm going to just give my take on it here, and then you guys can can certainly say whatever you want to say with this. But you you say you wish to marry this guy. You say he is the most beautiful, kindest, reliable man you've ever known. You don't know. You don't know him in real life. You only know what he is writing to you. You have not met um like you know what is being sold to you is really what it is it it isn't true intimacy until you can spend actual time together in regular daily living situations when you get to see somebody in their habitat not jail but in their habitat in life is when you can um, assess all of that so to me, this is the problem with, with developing a long-distance relationship with someone you've never met is you create a fantasy of the person you want. And there's, the, there's a huge risk there. And I personally, I would not go down that path, but I don't know. Anything you guys want to add? You, you know, Laurie, he was, what she was saying in her, letter, in her message to you was, and I heard everything. I mean, and everything is fine up until the point where she said, you know, I want to be married. And I found I found my soulmate. You've never met the person. You've written back and forth them in a pen pal, and this is where some people take the word marriage out of context, which you know I hold very dearly. Marriage is for life; it's not a game. And and if you're saying you want to spend your life with them, she really needs to sit down and speak to a therapist and find out what's wrong with that. She needs to be in this type of relationship with the pen pal. And, and, and find yourself stressed out over it. There's other issues that this person must have, and she needs to deal with them. Right. I think that's uh, well Very said. well said, Erwin. Uh, you see, listen, I'm of the mind, my wife and I, we've been together now 20, oh, wow, 21 years. Mm-hmm. 21 years we've been together. Now, am I going to say she's my soulmate? She's a perfect woman for me. But it, ha- it, it wasn't always like that. We started off, yes, it was the, 
the initial infatuation at the beginning, everything's uh, rosy, everything's beautiful. Then we went, we went through our hard times, through our hardships, and that's when the relationship was really, really... No, it wasn't what we're selling. The honeymoon period's over. Right. We're not selling each other. That's right. It's the hun- it, that's the thing, is when, when you're still in the writing phase with each other... Uh, you're still selling. You're still, still selling your product. Right. You're, you're in, marketing yourself. You're still in that... Uh, in that honeymoon phase, for sure. Um, I have a couple more texts I want to share. So many guys have bigger hearts than brains and pay the price. But I will say this. I'm divorced, was married 14 years, married at 21. She was 19. If I had to do it all again, knowing the result, I would. Cannot put a price tag on those many, many great years. So, But again, you know, it's. Uh, I think that's uh, also uh, well said. Sometimes the, the hearts are bigger than... Uh, than the brain. Um, as a female, I was told by my ex-boyfriend, I'm too nice and not a challenge. I no longer allow anyone to play such games. If a man can't be mutually uh, something and as nice as I am, he can take his challenge needs and shove them. <laughs> so look, some men need that challenge too. Absolutely. I know that I, to me, I needed somebody who could handle me. So I needed a strong man who could uh, challenge me. But my husband says the same thing about me. He needed that kind of uh, a strong, like he needed that kind of strong challenge as well, which can make, you know, can, can sparks can fly, but, but, uh, as long as you know how to handle the conversations. You see, Lori, you called me before at the beginning at the opening thing, I'm an alpha. Now, if my wife is a true alpha as well. Everything, yes. like, we constantly challenge each other on all aspects of life. In, 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 I, believe it or not, I, I compete in, uh, in uh, bodybuilding. My wife actually got me into this. She's the one, she's like, I can't believe you're not doing it also. Like, she, she put that, that spoke in my wheels, like, hey, look what I'm doing. Right. Well, alpha females, alpha females are, are also physically strong like they there's also like there were studies done on what makes a woman an alpha and one of the things is that uh, uh physically she takes care of uh, of her so she's more likely to be into bodybuilding boxing uh uh martial arts uh things like that well she's as well. She's, a, she's, a, she's a bodybuilder as well she's a, well you know a lot of people misinterpret that she's a bikini competitor <laughs> So, but the sport itself is called uh, bodybuilding, right. and she did uh, practice in uh, mixed mar- in uh, martial arts as well. So, yeah, she's actually a person who does take care of herself, in, not only physically but mentally as well. She's always yeah, but always, that, like you said, she is an alpha male, I, an, an alpha, alpha female. female. That's right, and I and that's something that um, you know we can we can certainly talk about at another time. Like, the, it, can alpha males and alpha females live together? And I think they can very nicely just uh, uh, I think sometimes that's what they actually need for each other just for that challenge for, for that challenge but yeah. not everybody wants that challenge you know some people just want a, a softer just nice and that's okay too that's okay too and it's not something you have to achieve to be you are or you aren't and there's a, a spectrum for that kind of stuff you know like I always say to Daniel when you wake up in the morning you gotta be very happy waking up to the person beside you. Yeah, for, for sure. I mean, I, I think there's uh, no question about that. Let me see. Um, here, what is with the challenge bull this person wants to know? Why can't men appreciate a nice woman 
and be mutually kind and stop the games. I don't know if it's, it's the games. games, right? I think I think people are misconstruing the challenge yeah. for the games. I think it's it's make having somebody who doesn't just um, you know when we talk about the too nice, it's somebody who who tends to agree with everything because they don't <coughs> want to uh, stir the pot or they 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 don't want conflict or potential conflict or they're maybe too accommodating and that. And they can't make decisions, or they let the other person make decisions. Well, that can be frustrating. Also, well, a lack of confidence that it, people have. It can show a lack of confidence. It may not actually yeah. be so much that they lack confidence, but it can certainly come off that way as a as a as showing that lack of confidence. And maybe that's what it is. So we can pick it apart a lot. But anyway, we've done a good job picking it apart thus far tonight. <laughs> so, guys, I want to thank you so much for being here and or being at home <laughs> and on your phones. You didn't have to travel too far, so that's a good thing. We'll Go do it me. again next month. We may do it by phone again. My, my guess is we probably will until uh, all this settles down. So. Well, I'm hoping I'll be in studio and give you a big hug by then. Yes, I hope we'll be able to. And I, you know, looking forward to being able to eat at your restaurant again, <laughs> truly. Just being able to, to eat anywhere. Out. <laughs> I know, just getting yeah. out. Thank you guys so much. Really appreciate Thank it. Thank you, Laurie. All right. Oh, nice all right. You good as night, Laurie. Well. All right, you. good night. Stay safe, boys. Stay safe. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, thank you to uh, Nicole, our uh, technical producer tonight. Thank you for all your texts and for spending your time with me. Really appreciate it. You can connect with me on social media at Dr. Lori Batito or through my website at drlori.com where you can listen to all the past shows as well. All the podcasts are listed if you just go to the tab Passion Radio. You can also pick up my um Listen to my TEDx talks. There's one of them that's almost at a million likes. So if you, a million views. So if you go to it, like, let's get it to a million. I would love it if you could help me with that. Uh, Coming up next here on CJD, we bring you the CTV National News. Have a great rest of the evening. Stay safe and remember to live your life with passion.